0: Hello and welcome back to the Joke Sada Experience, I'm your host Joe Quesada, and well it seems as if we have no guests on today's episode and if you assume that, uh, well you were right, uh, they decided not to come back, I wonder why, maybe because I set them up for a sick uh, Squid Games late game show where one of them will get kicked out depending on how I feel go figure Jasmine was going to be the one to get kicked out anyway, I think anyone could see that coming, um, so on today's episode, we're going to be going over some stuff. It seems as if the Eve Avey episode did the greatest out of all of them in the, well, not all of them, but recently, actually, in the first uh, seven episodes has done the best. It got 20 views in a matter of about a week, which is the greatest for any of my episodes except for the first two or three, <laughs> excuse me, I should say. So uh, that episode taught me a lot. Sorry, I'm burping. Uh, I had a Philly cheesesteak, which I'll get to later. It taught me a lot about uh, patience, about um, the problems of doing a six-person show. Not a, they're all, We all yell over each other, and there's usually one person that's been muted the whole time. So, um, uh, yeah, that episode taught me a lot. Uh, I don't think we're going to stick to that sick game show, but uh, if you're listening, Jasmine, you have been kicked off the show. You were the uh, choice so, if any, if, any other, uh, if any of the other guys wants to come on the show, uh, come on, go ahead. I kind of need you. I really like having some of you guys as co-hosts, except for the one I kicked off, obviously. As you can see, it was a really good episode. I did enjoy making it. But on to our next topic. So, um, I am nothing without my audience. My audience is what drives a show, honestly. So, um, I, I leave uh, Spotify um, questions. And the end of all my episodes, like, if you're listening on Spotify, you should be able to answer them. And, uh, like, last episode, last episode I had a question, who should be kicked off. Um, the episodes before that, I had, like, some questions related to the show. Kind of like discussion questions in, like, a classroom, let's say. But, yeah, they, I, I left those questions there for people to respond to. I guess people just don't look. Or maybe I'm just view i without knowing it. Because uh, no one's been answering the questions, which sucks, but uh, what, what am I going to do about it? Am I going to complain some more? No. Um, what I'm going to say is I'm nothing about you guys. I'd really like this to be a audience interactive show. I think that's good. I think the more you guys are in, involved in the show, the better. You guys can give me feedback. So uh, after this episode, make sure to please uh, leave the uh, little question. The, prob- the question is probably, probably going to be, what do you want me to do better? Something of that matter. So please answer that and um, share it with your friends. Um, our third point, the third point I want to touch on is I'm starting to forget. Actually, I don't have a third point, so we're just going to get right into the episode here. So I, I, uh, I've I, been re-listening to this album. You, you guys may know it's called uh, Whole Lotta Red, and it's, it's a pretty good album. So uh, I, at first, I actually hated this album. I hated it so much. I thought this was the worst album ever made. Turns out I was wrong because one morning I woke up and I listened to the whole thing four times in a row. That's how much I enjoyed it. I don't know what changed in me but I really started to enjoy the album it, it sounded good it, like I could really get down and dig with it. you know what I'm saying gee yeah I could get down and jiggy with it yeah so I and I just can't stop listening to it now it's that I don't know what happened. I, I liked it so much I changed the uh, podcast cover too whole lot of red and if you probably can see that now it should have updated by now by the time this episode comes out. But I up, I, up, I updated it on a Tuesday or a Monday. So yeah, it should definitely be up now by the time this goes out Thursday. So just keep that in mind. I think I'm gonna put this out Thursday early in the morning. So uh, excuse me, I, what I got th- I was actually gonna do a whole lot of red album review and it's gonna be very negative. I actually pull I actually have notes on my phone pulled up from when I despised the album. So I can pull those up now and just read off of some of the things I wrote down and what I can disagree with. Or like what I agree and disagree with. So I gotta find it. Um, ooh, I have a lot of notes and I do not know where to begin. So I think I decided to do this episode. Okay, I found my of mice and men notes. I, I saw uh, Slim owns dogs and get someone to kill him. That caught my attention. So, uh, where where could this be? Oh, oh, Rockstar. Okay, yeah, okay. So, Rockstar made, this is what I said. I literally cannot stand this song because of the chorus. This song's actual garbage. I skipped the last 10 seconds. What I gotta say now, I I really like this song. I, I like it. Uh, go to the moon. Uh I can't, st- this is what I wrote about, go to the moon. I can't, I can't stand Kanye. I do not like the instrumental. It sounds unfinished. Kanye sounds under the influence. When will this end? I hate the orchestral part. I think Cart sucks on this. Um, what I got to say about this It, I, I, this is probably my favorite song in the album. Now I I really enjoy good to the moon. It's really good. Uh, stop breathing. What I said about that, about this is about two, three months ago I wrote this. This also sucks. At least the album is consistent. I take the shirt off and the host stop breathing. That is the dumbest line I've ever heard. Whose little tip? Is the shir- is your shirt the world's source of o- oxygen? So I wrote. Uh, I actually really like this song. Um, good buddy of mine, Nolan Kamler, also known as N-X-L-E-N on SoundCloud, has done a cover of Whole of Red, and hopefully he's doing another one here soon. We are approaching Christmas Day, so it would be the one-year anniversary of Whole of Red. So, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm sorry. Um, I think, just listening to this, I may just be in the Christmas spirit, you know what I mean? Okay, so, this is what I said about Beano, I, this is exactly what I said. I mean, this is an improvement of the first three songs. I wouldn't add this to my library, but it's definitely an improvement, so we're getting there. <laughs> this is what I said about Jump Out the House. Jump Out the House is the worst song ever made, I never want to listen to it again. Beano was a sigh of relief that this album could be good, and they took it away from me. So, um, I actually disagree with this heavily, I really do like Jump Out the House, it goes, Jump Out the House, Jump Out the House, Jump Out the House, Jump Out the House, I-, I-, I like that, I fade. Jump Out the House, Jump Out the House, Jump Out the House, Jump Out... I like that, okay? I think it's fine. Um... So I do disagree with myself, once again. Uh, metamorphosis, and I put, it's five minutes of hell, and it's metaphor- Okay, no. Metaphorosis is metaphorical garbage, and it's five minutes of hell. That's exactly what I wrote. It's like a five-minute transformation of how much I can hate music. I skipped at the three-minute mark. Um. Uh, I disagree. I, I like this song. I really like- I, I think it's interesting. I like, how, I like the direction they go. So I wrote about Slayer. This is terrible. I already hate the instrumental. Congratulations, you can get paper everywhere you go. But I'd rather be listening to Slayer than this right now. Why are there so many more songs? This song needs to end. Skipped after thirty seconds. I like this song. I like it a lot. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I was saying. I don't know what state of mind I was in. Maybe I was just really angry. I wrote this during first period psychology when we weren't really doing anything. So that's probably why. Um, no sleep is somewhat okay. I mean the instrumental is okay. The lyrics are retarded as usual. Exact phrasing here. So no surprise the album is keeping some consistency. Thank God this song is work. I don't know what I meant by this song is work. Probably this song is okay. New Tank Uh he wakes up his he wakes up filthy? Get a shower, I don't know. Okay. Okay, he's posted with his brothers, and he's robbing tanks. They thought he was gay, and what is codeine? I have no idea what codeine is. I'm actually doing a little fact-checking right now. So, what is codeine? Because I'm actually a... Um, I, I don't know. It's not... It can treat... It's a narcotic. It's probably just cough medicine. Yeah, it's, it's just cough medicine, probably. Teen X, I said, well, as usual, this album is still sucking, to the surprise of no one. How does this album sell? I skipped at two minutes left. Meh is meh. The title is a perfect explanation of the song. F the op. I am the op, so I take offense to this trash. Thank goth. I'm not. Thank goth. This song is so short, so it better be over faster. Skipped with 30 seconds left. Uh, this is what I said about a vamp anthem. I like this. One. I like this before it has even happened. This is actually where I stopped listening the first time. Vamp anthem is an is the eye of the storm. It's actually good. I enjoy this. So I think I meant by that it's 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 kind of the center of the the good um, album. Which I take back because I also enjoyed um I, I also enjoyed sky sky was the first song I really enjoyed on the album. So I don't know what the heck I was talking about there, but. Uh, if I if I would continue down the line here with my new opinions, formed on the song, so we stopped at Vamp Vamp New Neon. That's that's fine. Control. I like I really like Control. Like the I like that I like that a lot. Um, Punk Monk. Yeah, it's good. Uh, on that time, I, I it seems very aggressive. Now King Vamp. King Vamp's a good one. Uh, K I N G V A M P. Yeah, that's me. He says that twice and he starts singing again. Place is, uh, fine. Uh, Sky is really good. I really enjoy Sky. Now, Over is also really good. I think I, me, I enjoy Sky and Over about the same level. Uh, Love You, I Love You, I Hate You, that's, that's fine. Die For Guy's good. I really like Die For Guy. Not Playing's good and Feel Like Dying's fine. That's really what gotta say about the rest of the album. So, I kind of, like, overwhelm myself with Playboy Cardi. Now, in these past, like, day or so. So, I don't know. I don't know why I hated the album so much, but something maybe did, and I still have no idea what it was. I think, um, I think what it was was I was very, um, I, I had read a review of the album before, I believe. Like, I heard someone say it was trash, so I just assumed, oh, it's trash. I'm not even gonna like this. And when I eventually did listen to it, I just put those preconceived notions on myself, and I eventually did hate it. I, I, I hope the audience knows what I'm saying. But I think that's what happened. And once I finally opened up to it, I finally enjoyed it more. So that's all I gotta say about a whole lot of red. Now I did just eat a Philly cheesesteak and oh it was so good. So it's it had um it had uh, mushrooms, green peppers. Uh what else did that have Uh fried onion and cheese and steak, obviously. It was uh, it was incredibly good. I, I would definitely have it again. I mean I I, I feel full. I'm really full right now even though it was small thank god it didn't get to large because i was about to man i am i am so full right now like i feel sick i'm so full it was that good it was so packed well it was really good so i think cheesesteaks are probably my favorite food of all time and i would probably go to any pizza place on earth just for the cheesesteak because cheesesteaks i i love pizza parlors like like pizza parlors i'm not trying to name the business because i don't want people to go there and like harass the owners but um, if you're living in Waynesboro, you probably know which one it is. I really enjoy pizza. I've been eating pizza since I was a baby. I think everyone in America has been eating pizza since their baby. But I, I really do. I, I don't like getting pizza anymore because, you know, I have like three slices and it's up. I want to have like an actual meal. So I usually get a cheesesteak or uh, whatever else they have that is somewhat similar. So I really, yeah, this just cheesesteak was really good. And, um, what I hate about these good, really good meals is they're, I I don't, I, uh, looking at me, you probably think I eat a whole lot, which I used to, but I've been dying it down a lot ever since that first round of keto. I've never really, I I feel like my relationship with food's been kind of ruined. I just, like, I'll eat, but I just, I feel bad about it. So I just don't eat a lot, but what I do eat a good bit, like this uh philly feels like it could last me the whole day that's how good it was so i have a huge meal like that it's just it hits me a little different because i'm not used to eating that much stuff at one sitting so that's all i gotta say about the philly cheesesteak but i did get a side of a little little stain of grease on my hoodie i was wearing Which sucks, but I mean, what am I gonna do about it? Grab some oxyclean, clean clean it off, and that would really be the end of it. I mean, it's something that really, um, what do they say? Don't cry over like spill milk or something, or don't cry over like broken eggs. Is that what they say? I don't know. Don't cry over broken eggs. It's probably something similar to that. So, um, I I don't really know what else to talk. Oh, I sorry, I dropped my keys on my keyboard. Um, I haven't really heard anything in the news recently about anything. I've been kind of, um, staying away from the news. I don't know. But I have been listening to some, uh, political people like Tim Poole. I, uh, excuse me. I'm really tired. I really always listen to Tim Poole. I really enjoy his work. I think he's good at what he does. So we're going to go back to Google News here and see what, uh, oh Google News has to offer us for today's, uh, fun, fun run. While we're getting there, let's talk about Christmas break. So, Christmas break, um, it's, it's... I I don't really feel in the Christmas spirit this year. I I don't feel Christmas. I'm gonna be honest. Christmas feel... It doesn't even feel like it's happening. And it's kind of weird. Because I I enjoy Christmas. I I really enjoy Christmas. I just don't feel like Christmas this year. It's hard to explain. So... Well, I'm pulling up some articles here and it seems as if it's actually we're actually having some good things in here so this actually is kind of nice so we're going to hit our first one here with Biden to offer millions of at home COVID-19 tests to Americans say we're prepared for Omicron this is from USA Today this is from Washington Joe Biden Joe. President Joe Biden on Tuesday announced the purchase of a half billion in home rapid COVID 19 tests and a mobilization of 1,000 military medical personnel to overburden hospitals. Oh, two overburden hospitals officials. As officials confront uh, con- yeah, confront for a new surge in infections driven by the Omicron variant. The president unveiled the stepped up measures in a speech to the White House. As a already fatigued by a pandemic that's lasted nearly two years faces rising covid infections biden said americans will be able to request at free home covid 19 tests uh to be mailed at their homes by accessing online Whoops. okay who's paying for all this stuff these things have to cost at least like 50 a piece and we just purchased half a billion so 50 million times 50 do the math here that's that's a lot of uh, billions of dollars um down the drain for at home covid 19 tests when it comes the shortages to okay this is ridiculous when it comes as shortages have led to like you know, our tax dollars i think they should just give everyone one because wait a second half a billion hold home oh my god okay half a billion there are 360 million in the us so half billion 500 million that is more than everyone in the United States of America why did they make so many why did they make an extra 200 million could they just capped out at 400 million okay I'm not no scientist I don't know the deep nitty-gritty about this but I think why half billion why like, give me an exact number um USA today because they should have put like 400 million in there so they didn't have uh, hundred uh, 140 million more covid uh, testers than there are people in the United States of America. Wait, we're going to give them to somewhere else? Why? It's it's not in our country. Who cares? Um, President Biden said Americans will be able to present the f- at free at-home COVID tests. God, I farted and it smells really bad, and I don't remember farting, so I don't know what happened. When it comes as shortages have led at long times and overwhelmed hospitals and hotspots while Americans crisscross the country for the holiday season. I know you're tired. I know you're frustrated. We all want this to be over, said Biden, sending his remarks from the White House state dining room. But we're still in it, and at this critical moment, we also have more tools than we ever had before. Americans will not be able to request the at-home test online until January. Meetings that can access kits for millions are expected to travel for Christmas. White House Press Secretary Jen Paskey said the administration is still working through deals. The program, including how many kits will be available, for households, whenever, some groups will be prioritized. The 50 million tests, among eight other versions of the Food and Drug Administration, are existing to the 50 million tests in general federal government. But yeah, this should be this above. Community, to community health centers. Biden "He's <laughs> a million. Uh, administration has also worked to make it easier to search online to find nearby COVID-19 tests. Uh, President Joe Biden speaks. Okay, it's just a photo of President Joe Biden in front of Abraham Lincoln. No, this is not March. So, no. Yes. Yeah, so they're saying it's not March. I was, I was trying to see if there's a double negative in that, but... The U.S. is lagged behind other nations in testing capacity. Pressed by reporters about the shortage, Biden said, I don't think anyone anticipated that this is going to be as rapidly spreading as it did. The moves come as the country faces a new challenge in the fight against COVID-19. Federal health officials announced Monday that the Omicron variant accounted for 73% of the new cases last week a nearly six-fold increase in new variant's share of infections in only one week. Biden thanked Americans for their perseverance and courage and turned to a familiar message, urging Americans to get vaccinated and receive their third booster shot. He's stretching and vaccinated faces face a greater likelihood of hospitalization or death from COVID-19. If you're not fully vaccinated, you have a good reason to be concerned, Biden said. He told people who are vaccinated to remain vigilant and wear face masks indoors and in public settings, but said they are... Per- would say they are protected from severe illness and death. If you get your booster shot, you are vaccinated to follow the precautions that we all know. You should be comfortable celebrating Christmas and the holidays you planned. You've done the right thing. Despite the urgency, Biden rejected concerns the U.S. had returned to where it was in March 2020 when the coronavirus uh, pandemic started. No, this is not March 2020. 200 million people were fully vaccinated. We're prepared. We know more. We just said stay focused. Um. This is pretty much the whole article, but there's a lot more of the article. And I don't care about the rest of the article, but I don't know if I should read the rest of the article cuz it's like not it it's a lot it's like oh, it's like 8 articles in one, that's why. Okay. Sorry, mention my throat right now. Um our next article here. That flu season ahead, scientists say. This year's flu shot isn't Antigenic mismatch. A flu season may be especially bad in the next few months due to a mismatch. This year's annual vaccine, according to the scientists examining this year's vaccine stability, stopped twenty twenty one's dominant flu strains. The team finds the shot is unable to beat a mutation in the flu that will likely be the main variety of infecting people this winter. So they gave out the wrong vaccine. Now look, look, look at Big Pharma. Go. Um, uh, this, this doesn't even surprise me. It's I. I this is actually ridiculous. Yeah, just give out the uh, give out the wrong uh, vaccine, pal. Yeah, that's that, that that's gonna work well in the uh, long time. I mean, yeah, just 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 put zero effort in it. Just g- give out the wrong vaccine. Um, uh, it's important to recognize these findings are being shared in a pre-print study, meaning the paper is still waiting to peer review and should not be yet used as uh, clinical advice. Researchers say mutation of the H3N2 subtype of the influenza virus is spreading worldwide flu vaccination doctors created for the season 2021-2022 northern hemisphere influenced the vaccine appears to do a poor job neutralizing this particular mutation simply people getting the annual flu shot may still get sick because the vaccine the antibodies don't like the virus um yeah that's that's uh yeah congratulations you gave out the wrong vaccine that is bad that's really bad um you guys should definitely get on that maybe uh do a mass recall i don't know i'm not a doctor i'm doctor i mean my rat name's dr joe i just i don't think you should um uh, maybe just stop giving out maybe maybe make a new vaccine maybe do like a chicken pox vaccine and get it and um you know get I mean forever so this a long code it looks like an ip address uh, H3N2 viruses efficiently replicate in human cells and potentially cause an antigenic mismatch if they continue to c- circulate at high levels during the 2021-2022 influenza season. Reports coroni- r- reports. I cannot talk today. I'm so sorry. Reports corresponding are for Scott Hensley from the University of Pennsylvania in the pre-print server MedRivix uh, Rxiv. however you say that. The team adds to two... 2a2 has been circulating at elevated levels across the united states over the last few weeks in november and december of 2021 now i can i can uh, i can stand by this i know a lot of people that got sick that do not have covid they are just very sick right now so this makes sense the claim emerged early in covid i'll go back to covid um what this is um Here's the, he, this is the, uh, the, the question the article asks. Why don't flu shots defend against all flu strains? Well, I can answer this for you before even reading. I'll see how correctly it is. I'm going to close my eyes and read. It's because the, the flu mutates every year. It's a virus. It's going to mutate. And it's just part of life. So it's that simple. Um, it, this is what the article said. It's an HO question. Why does the annual flu shot only protect against some variants of the flu? Although scientists continue working to work on creating a universal flu vaccine, the seasonal oculation works much more differently. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, uh, aka the CDC, uh, scientists uh, try to pinpoint where the strain the flu will be most uh, dominant through the upcoming season, when to tailor that year's vaccine to work against those uh, varieties. Uh, 16 cities, eight states, will mandate masks due to COVID surge. That's another article which just links me to. In the uh, U.S., all seasonal flu vaccines are quadrivalent vaccines, meaning they stop four different types of flu viruses. These include influenza A, influenza A, influenza B, and two influenza B. So they stop H1N1, H3N2, and two influenza B viruses. Despite taking your best guess, even health officials admit the annual shot varies widely from year to year. The protection provided by a flu vaccine varies... I can uh, shout this. Uh, I remember it was like some years I get the vaccine and it doesn't work at all and I actually get sick. I get very sick. In other years, I don't get it. And... um, uh, you know, just, I'm fine, so, I, I've kind of have, I have missed experiences with these, um, vaccines, so, I, sorry, I was, I had my hand was covering the mic, so if I sound real muffled, I'm sorry, um, another little subtext, vaccinations are still vital, even with a mismatch, in the preprint review, uh, I don't care, I don't care, I honestly do not care at all, so, our next one here, Kellogg's Serial Workers Approved Contract and an 11-Week Strike and avert Jobbing Losses. So, pretty much, um, a bunch of uh, Kellogg cereal Workers got angry. They made a union because they wanted equal pay. So, unionized Kellogg's Workers in four states... Have approved a five year contract bringing a swift end to one of the longest range strikes of 2021. Employees in four states voted to accept a tentative agreement that the last five weeks. According to the company union representatives, the five year contract includes across the board wage increase and cost of living adjustments, as well as expanded health care and retirement benefits. It also provides a pathway for newer employees to reach the. Why is Bernie Sanders talking at a Kellogg strike? Good God. Is he just want to eat his cereal, too? Good grief. Okay. It also provides a pathway for new employees to reach a company's converted legacy wage and benefit status, partially addressing a concern that many workers have raised of, uh, from a two-tiered workforce. Over the course of the 11 weeks straight, there's been multiple uh, entreaties from policymakers who return to the bargaining table, as well as criticism for President Biden and other prominent lawmakers, such as Kellogg said it it'll find permanent replacements for the cereal plant workers in Michigan and Nebraska, who went on a strike October 5th. So they've been out here for a long time now. With the ratification vote, new members to turn to work Monday. So it looks like Kellogg's is back in shop, guys. We can finally eat our cereal again. But you know, who cares? That's pretty much a whole article. Airlines prepare for busy travel amid Omicron surge. uh... the rapid spread of Omicron variant is looming over holiday travel, but airports are getting busier as travelers try to stick past plans to see friends and family over the holidays. When travel hasn't fully recovered to pre-pandemic levels, some airlines said they are expecting flights to be even fuller than they were over Thanksgiving, when daily passenger volumes hit their highest since the start of the pandemic. Uh, United Airlines Holdings Incorporated, for instance, said they've been expected to carry an average of 420,000 passengers a day from December 16th to January 3rd, about 5% more than daily volumes over Thanksgiving uh delta Airlines said 7.8 million customers antipas anticipates between 17 and january 3rd being the most since before the pandemic began in 2019 and more than doubled the number of who flew delta during the holidays in 2020. Uh, air travel has been subject to wild swings wild sways i should say since the start of the pandemic which made it uh, challenging for carriers to predict the demand a surge of COVID-19 cases and the rapid spread of the Omicron variant around the world would have prompted abrupt slowdowns over the course of just a few days for some restaurants and shops, a phenomenon that could still affect travel as people make last-minute decisions about whatever to call off plans. For now on, several U.S. carriers say they're expecting a bustling flight activity, even as countries around the world clamp down on travel. Restaurants cur- t- curtail workers and offices send workers home again, counter to rising case numbers. The U.S. airports are already filling up with more than 2 million people passing through daily Passing through daily, um, for five straight days through Monday. According to the Transportation Security Administration, the no longest stretch above that threshold since the week of Thanksgiving, Monday's passenger volumes of 2.61 million were down about 16% from the 2019 levels. Those who are planning to travel or spend time with loved ones in the coming weeks find themselves facing difficult choices. However, travelers passing through O'Hare International Airport in Chicago during the Thanksgiving period over Christmas are expected to exceed those levels even if the Omnicron outbreak Brad Wilson 37 years old canceled a planned trip to New York last weekend in part to make sure he can safely keep his plan to visit his family in Michigan for Christmas he originally booked a new New York trip back in November October I mean his situation seems stable but his confidence started to wobble last week we he can hear about a long last for testing there um, a number of Broadway shows canceled uh, perform canceled performances throwing his plans for the weekend into question the two of his friends in the city tested, I was for a COVID vaccine, despite uh, being vaccinated and having booster shots. I'm going to basically lock down until I fly in the 2030, he said Friday. Seems as if he's got two days. airline executive said he has ups and downs of the pandemic travel demand it has greatly become less jarring over the year and had a uh, year and a half. New waves of cases variants, and still affected booking. But they said the clients have been less pronounced. Delta and Southwest Airlines have raised revenue guidance for fourth quarter earnings in the recent weeks, citing higher demands and ticket prices. Delta said last week that it's closely monitoring changes in customer behavior and government responses to the Omicron variant, saying there has been a limited impact. This is a long article. What the heck? Why is this so long? About um, <coughs> um, What's it called? Uh, airline travel. But now we finally have some good news. It's from Mac Rumors. iPhone SE three uh, entering ch- trial production phase. Will launch set early for twenty twenty two. I had an iPhone SE when it first came out. That was my the iPhone SE was my first phone. The like the older one that kind of looked like a five. I think it actually was a five. But it was pretty good. And I enjoyed it. I was made fun of. They they said I had an iPhone five, and I said, no, it's practically a 6S in the in the case of a in the case of a five, which I didn't like. This is a okay. This is a ridiculously short. Um, what's it called? An article. Uh, Mac Drivers reports to. I'm sorry. My drivers report today that trial production is staged in the supply chain ahead when the devices mass produced is set hone. According to the sources, the upstream supply chain heading to the launch of a new iPhone is approaching. The new SE will reportedly be tracked at least in first quarter of 2022 towards the end of March. Okay. The new third-generation SE is expected to continue with the same design feature, featuring a physical home button that includes Touch ID, a screen size that is set to remain unchanged at 4.7 inches. <gasps> Excuse me. But it will feature a, fist, a faster A15 chip and improved camera capabilities. iPhone SE is a popular choice for customers looking for a smaller, more compact phone ahead of ahead or compact phone period ahead of when Apple's expected to ban the 5.4 iPhone Mini and the 2020. I, I like the iPhone Mini. I have, I have the iPhone Mini. It's really nice. But I would I, honestly, I'd kind of like to go back to a four. Actually, I would not want to go back to a four point seven because sometimes this is honestly just too small. So what I gotta say is, I. Uh, I would, honestly, yeah, i I I'd get the see I, I would buy it, so, and I'm fine with small phones, I like them, the problem is battery life, because the, uh, my mini's battery life is terrible, I hate it, like, I do use it a lot during school and it dies by the end of the day, so, that, that really depends, I use it pretty much about 90% of all my classes, because we just don't do anything, so, that's really all I gotta say about that, um so that that's an interesting article um let's read the comments here these are all from like the last 10 hours sooner because there's actually let's hit read all comments and we'll actually be able to read them all so uh okay first comment from j david underscore rp it's great that it continued with this device there's a lot of people who get sick of the old with the LED of the iPhone, be because Apple's flickering system control brightness, or Face ID is not reliable to them, which shows Apple cares about them. What? A logical update. I don't think there will be too many complaints uh, if, if form factor stays the same and the chipset is boosted to A15. Why do they use a plus size shell to handle 5G and a bigger battery? Hopefully the new SE is the iPhone Mini. The current Mini is too expensive. This would be great for people that hate, that hate not having the physical home button. How many gigabytes of storage does the base model get? Will there be a price increase? A form factor of a iPhone S Plus Six? The SE should really adopt the Mini's design. The iPhone Six is way out of date. Apple's really neglecting it now. Great news! Vault is going to be released at the end of 2022. My only Mini complaint would be the SC SE second generation is the battery in certain circumstances. I thought they would improve it on the third gen, but it keeps the exact same form factor. I doubt that bigger battery cells are going to fit in other components remain the same unless the last processors are less power-hungry. For the rest, I think this is an excellent device for those who don't demand heavy use on cell phones, as myself. I have a slightly larger battery. Uh, oh, add a slightly larger battery, better camera, improved internals, GPU, 5G, CPU, and other connectivity, and it will be perfect replacement for the current one, at least for me. Edit PS my iPhone SE second-gen still works smooth as hell It's barely two years old and most of it most of the times I can't justify to upgrade in the first plans when I really can't savant, I I, oh God, I Cannot talk today in case I really can't say an old device with serious like reasons But the 5g com- uh, compatibility is time. It's it really tempting. What would you do? Now that the pandemic is stretching until it's f- Third year all I want is an iPhone with touch ID. <laughs> yeah, it's funny Um. Uh, it, could, it it would be really hard to go back after this after the mini. This is actually larger and has smaller and worse screen at the same time. Touch ID is king. Considering the new Megatron COVID variant, wearing masks is the norm. Face ID is useless. Looking forward to the new SE, and I wonder why the camera module they're going to include. Um, When I have body 13. It, okay, talk about Touch ID. Touch ID never worked for me. I don't know why. It just never did. Probably because the tips of my thumbs are always kind of like destroyed a little bit. Cause uh I was getting, you know the calluses the guitar stuff like that. <sighs> oh, I'm really tired, so my my tips of my fingers have always been a little rough, so it's always been hard to get Touch ID to work. And when it did, it never did. So I, I hated Touch ID because it never worked once. So that's all I gotta say about Touch ID. I'm um, considering okay, um, I don't think is I don't think I would go back to my twelve mini or set up bring to a thirteen mini at some point. However it is good to as a lower price and a smaller option. I do however, really wish they would come out with an SE Plus. My mom's still using a 6 plus and it's time for her to get an upgrade, however she really doesn't like the lack of a home button. I really like her to get an Apple Watch them out monitor C O C B D, but the new watches work with the but none of the new watches work with the older phone. The last best choice would be the 8 plus which is really long in the tooth and hard to get in excellent condition. Even Apple offers them the refurb store to go away quickly. I really hope they equip with 6 gigabytes of RAM. They will likely keep it at 4 gigabytes. I have a 2020 SC, and the 3 gigabyte RAM is the only limitation the phone has. So 4 gigabytes in another 2 or 3 years is not really an upgrade. I just wanna Personally, I just want an iPhone Touch ID. The camera is going up for my use, so I don't need a 220Hz OLED screen either. The processor in the current SC is fast enough for the next few years. Just the RAM that's limiting. It says Bonito. Um, I'm trying to find a reply. It's probably my next work phone. I need something that's compact, uh, smaller. I don't need all the streamlined features that more expensive models have. The fact that Apple is still making a budgetary, affordable phone like this is still really a strategic move, because because they reach out to more of a larger demographic. This is a kind of a long one. I have been using a SE iPhone SE on and off for the past two years, mostly due to mass mandates. I usually carry an SE two out when I'm shopping, so I don't have to type my password every time I use Apple Pay. If iPhone thirteen if iPhone SE three is iPhone eight SS, then it's hard to pass for me. The screen looks very dated and is and a sub seven hundred twenty screen, seven hundred twenty p screen. is just lazy at Apple's part. Even a sub two hundred Android smartphone is now shipped with oh my like, Jesus, this is this is so much mechanical jargon. This is freaking ridiculous. They're like, the form factor, the 1820 PC screen, 4 gigabytes of the RAM. I I know what this stuff is. It's just when you're tired, you can barely speak. And, like, they're just throwing all these words at you. It's kind of hard to talk, and it's, you know, it's kind of making me angry. I think this is going to be an Angry Joe episode. I, I, this is actually ridiculous. Are uh, you sure about Alec Baldwin. I know this is old now, news, but it's still being caught. You know Alec Baldwin shot his, uh, his uh, what's it called? His um his partner? Uh, this film woman? Yeah, he shot her, and uh, the media still will not be quiet about it, so let me go into it. I heard he was playing with a Glock. At first, I assume the story, uh, he was uh, shooting like a Glock 18 at her, and he didn't realize it was loaded. That's what I heard first. Then I hear it's a, it's a single-action revolver. Which I'm like, whoa, we're filming a cowboy movie? So I'm like, okay, I mean, maybe he didn't know the uh, thing was in there. So, yeah, understandable. Very understandable. Maybe he just didn't know. Sorry if you guys hear noises right now. I'm like, I just decided to start cleaning off my, what's it called? Um, microphone to make it really shiny so I could look at it. So if you just hear, like, rubbing noises. Oh, shoot. I'm so sorry. Oh man, that's so that's that's clean. This thing is this thing is chromium clean. Let me tell you, I do not want to do this episode right now. I, I I have lost everything to talk about. Um, so yeah, I you know what I'm gonna talk about whatever the heck else I was talking about. I forget what it was, but so we're gonna wrap up the episode now. So all I gotta say is that, well, you see, like I said earlier, this show. I want it to be ran by the audience, so if you guys want to get on an episode, uh, hit me up on anything, my Instagram is Joe JoeQuesadilla, find me on there, message me, and uh, if you want to be on the show, I want you to respond with, uh, double time, say, double time, like and they do in Spider-Man, oh, we're not ending the episode, we gotta talk about Spider-Man No Way Home, spoiler alert! S- big spoiler alert. If you are listening now and do not want to be spoiled for Spider-Man Far From Home, stop now. Stop. Just stop listening. Because this movie is great. It. Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland are all on the same screen together. And that's great. Now, um... A dirty little secret. I only care about Tobey Maguire. I think the other two Spider-Man are trash. So I, I was only going to, to this movie because I knew Tobey Maguire was going to be in it. That's the real reason I went. And hey man, I was not disappointed. I wish he would have got worse screen time. I think Tobey Maguire's the greatest. <clears throat> the greatest Spider-Man. Like when he goes double time. and Now dig on this. He's like, found me a seat in the shade, hot legs. Or yeah. Tommy McGuire in the black suit is my favorite Spider-Man. Like, see it, chump. Like the, the 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 jazz bar scene. Oh, it's so funny. It's it's amazing. He's all like, "Find me some shade, thanks, hot legs." So he's like that, okay. And then he starts playing the piano. He's like, doo double tap." And gets on the table, starts dancing. He's like, "Now dig on this." He goes, starts snapping, doing pelvic thrusts. It's just such a good choreographed scene. Spider-Man 3 is the greatest movie of our time. And if you are too stupid to understand that, you need to stop watching the film, okay? I, I'm sorry, it's just Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3, mostly 3, are just good, oh so, sorry, such good movies... That I, I would do anything to see a Spider-Man 4 with Tobey Maguire. That would be amazing. You could be like, now dig on this. And I would be digging on this. I'd be digging on this a lot, trying to listen, trying to watch my uh, Spider-Man 3. Because it's such a good movie. Now, let's get into the actual nitty-gritty of Far From Home. So Far From Home... or No, sorry, not Far From Home. No Way Home practically started out as... Um, uh, Peter, if, if at the end of Far From Home, everyone knew Peter's identity. Uh, that that's no bueno, that's no bueno. So, um, that's no good for my English speakers out there, it's its no good. So, that's no good, no no good. And, uh, Peter goes to Dr. Strange and be like, hey pal, uh, you, wanna, you wanna help me clear my name? And, uh, Peter just kept on saying this stuff while he's casting a spell, kinda screws up the spell a little bit, not good, not good at all. So after um, it kind of like rips the universe in half then Strange fixes it, which thankfully he does fix it very well. But it turns out Parker screwed it up so much that people from other movies that knew who Peter Parker really was start coming over. Like the first one we see is Doc Ock, then the Green Goblin, then um, what's it called? Electro, I think? Then it's maybe the lizard. And I don't remember who else, but it was a really good movie. They did really well. I'm trying to remember what order they came in. I don't remember how they captured a lizard. I'm trying to remember this. Oh, oh, they also... No, 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 they found Sandman after Electro. Because um, Sandman was in the uh, forest. Which, I don't think there's much sand inside the forest. I mean... We got to think about this here. He was, he was, he was, uh, sanding around in the forest, which I mean, he could just be taking his sand body around him, but I, I don't see that happening. So yeah, that, that's the first plot hole I've every seen. This movie did kind of seem rushed. I'm going to be honest. Um, rethinking about it, they didn't really give any of the villains any time. The only villain they kind of wrapped up was, um, Doc Ock, which they did a good, they did a fine job on, even though he only got like three minutes of, like, time to wrap, like, fix his character, make him become good o- o- Octavius again, um, they didn't really give him that much time, they didn't give any character that much time, I didn't feel like any of the characters' stories was actually wrapped up, because they all turned bad at the end, like, so I don't know what's going on, this, this movie was a mess, looking back on it, but I only, it was a great way to wrap it up, this movie was a mess, because, um, it, it's fan service, this movie was just fan service, and I, I hate saying about this because I enjoyed the movie. I don't want to criticize the movie I enjoyed, but I'm going to have to here. Because that's what it was. The Spider-Man No Way Home was just pure fan service and is very parent rethinking about it. None of the villains get a proper amount of time. Um, um, both the Peters are just brought up in totally illogical ways. They're just... um, the Ned is spinning his finger around and they've had just disappear. Okay? I, I mean... They only did that because they realized, oh, this movie, oh, I don't think this can be a three-hour-long movie like Endgame. So they uh, they decided, oh, hey, hey, uh, hey, hey, uh, Ned's got that uh, thing on his finger, uh, bro, portal, say he's looking for Peter Parker. And at first it brings up Andrew Garfield, my least favorite Peter Parker. So then it's Tobey Maguire, and that, oh, that was a great, that was a good moment. So Tobey Maguire is one of my favorite characters of all time. So. The the original Sam Raimi films were amazing. I've already I've already mentioned this many times, but I really do enjoy the original uh, Sam Raimi ones. I thought they were probably the best ones. Um, Nothing beats them. I could rewatch them every day for the rest of my life. Like honestly, that's how much I enjoyed those movies. Um, I don't think I could ever find a movie as good as Spider Man Two or 3, they were just, there was something about them, you know, like something that hit home, probably because I grew up watching them, I just can't put them down, that's that's probably why, but I enjoy them, I enjoy them a lot, I've I've never been a fan, but when I think of Spider-Man, I am a fan, okay, um, that's all I really gotta say about Spider-Man No Way Home, It's a really good movie. You guys should watch it. I, oh, the ending was really good too. I don't think they should ever make another Spider-Man after that ending. Because, um, with the ending, I don't know if anyone watched, but you saw he made his own new suit. He's no longer Iron Man Jr. He's finally his own little character and it just wraps up. It's, yeah, I think it's the same apartment from the video game. Because I played Spider-Man, uh, PS4 once and the apartment looked really similar at the end. So I'm just assuming, hey, it must be the same apartment. So, um that's all i gotta say about far from home i think that really does it for today's episode so i hope you guys enjoyed this uh, episode make sure to please share with your friends family there will be a question in the comments i forget what the question is going to be after will have to the show um, or i'll just make up a new one so make sure to leave that question uh if you want to be on the show hit me up i'll let you one i always love having new people on so uh, bye guys have a nice day